0: Greetings, beloved friends, and once again, welcome to our next episode of the podcast at Arari City Center Church. And thank you so much, guys, for listening through all the topics that we've discussed thus far. We really hope to continue, you know, bringing in topics that are exciting, that at the same time will be teaching us. Um, key things in our spiritual work and at the same time uplifting us even on the economic side of our lives. Here we are today with my three uh, panelists this uh, uh, day and I would want to give them an opportunity to introduce themselves, starting over with the beautiful lady over there. If you could introduce yourself and
1: then we come over to the talk.
2: Hello everyone, my name is Nani Somoyo.
1: Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Jonathan, Pastor Jonathan Musoshi.
3: Hi, okay. I'm Zivai Uh I'm Zivai Nimachenda. Okay. All
0: right. Thank you so much. My panel is pregnant today um, with um, uh, people from all walks of life and obviously uh, wise men amongst us, um, um, Prof. Mussocie, um, um And... Um, we really really hope as young people we are going to glean and learn a lot of things with regard to what we are discussing today. And today we are looking at one topic that well as an individual I've never really wanted to teach on it most of the times because of its uncertainties when it comes to but, but today we want to focus on dressing. We want to look at dressing and I'm sure in the next 30 minutes we will be able to glean some wisdom from the panelists that we have today so that at the end of the day, we may be able to do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. Let me begin with the Prof. um, Dr. Msoswi. When we speak of dressing, what comes to your mind as we put in an introduction? I'll also give the other panelists to do
1: the same. Uh, I would like to look at the subject uh, from... I would like, to, first of all, to state a very important principle that we get in the Bible, and that principle is the principle of modesty. I think that's the uh, that's what we that, that is what informs the Christian on How should I dress? It is informed by modesty. But um, modesty is a principle which means it cuts across all cultures and um, all, it's, it's a principle that means it's timeless. Okay. Yes, in okay. its application. Okay, um, inter- interesting
0: introduction from the prof there. We have uh, three key words I think that we have there. That number one, when we're speaking of dress, we're speaking of, uh, there, there is the word modesty in it, which is a principle which cuts across all cultures. Okay, very interesting. Nani, so your, your, your tech as we introduce the topic.
2: Well, I actually have a question for the pastor uh-huh. with regards to dressing and modesty. Okay. Um, the first one that I have for you is with regards to your shoulders showing. Is it considered as being immodest?
0: Okay. M- maybe let's, let, me, let me hold the question there. As it is, I'm, I'm sure Doc um, had the question. And I also asked Dr. Um, um, Zivai to give us his introduction bit, and then we begin to delve into the questions.
3: Okay, um, uh, thank you, Pastor, for the principle of modesty. I also believe in looking at things from the Bible in terms of modesty, uh, in terms of principle, sorry. Because, um, for example, the Bible may speak of donkeys, but there may be a principle God was using when you are speaking about donkeys, though we don't use donkeys. Or, for example, I'll, I'll pose a question, but you don't have to answer. Is there a verse that says, don't send your boyfriend nudes, but it's not okay to send your boyfriend nudes? So yes, let's grasp things in terms of principle. The other principle I'll speak of besides modesty is um, being made in the image of God and how we are meant to be a reflection of the character and how we are meant to be in the likeness of God.
0: Thank you so much and thank you so much for the introductions. Maybe so to get the ball rolling, I still have Nani's question in my head and we'll get to it. Um, the first maybe part of discussion is this idea of dress or dressing where does it come from when it came if ever it's something that was introduced in our lives when it came what was it coming in to do what had happened for humanity to begin to dress or things like that I give it to, to the prof
1: first of all when we look at dress uh, dress needs to to cover Mm -hmm. uh, certain parts of the body which do not need to be exposed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dress must also uh, be hygienic Mm -hmm. and to some extent it must also uh, adorn us. Dress is not just merely for for covering only, Mm -hmm. just to cover the flesh only, Mm -hmm. but there must be some uh, adornment, but the adornment uh, it has to be moderated. Okay.
0: Okay. So it's, it's all right. Thank you so much, uh, Doc. Um, um, I wanted to ask in terms of the genesis of saying, when did humanity start being dressed or clothed, if ever it has a particular genesis? Let me say why I'm asking this question, uh, Dr. Zivan. When you look into the book of Genesis, uh, well, with what we are taught in our just um, 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 day-to-day Sabbath school lessons and Pathfinders and on, you will understand why I'm asking this question as we move on. We will be told that Adam and Eve were walking around the garden naked. So, will I be correct to then say at that moment, Adam and Eve were not dressed
3: Um, thank you for that, Pastor. I was also thinking about it. But can we all agree that when the Bible, the Bible, the verse says, and the man and the woman were naked and were not ashamed. That's what the verse says, correct? Um, there's also the element to consider that is there anything wrong with a husband and wife being naked alone?
0: Okay, all right. Uh, Nani, your thoughts, uh, uh, and I give the I want, I want you to, to, to follow closely because whatever we are going to say with regards to their nakedness in the Genesis is going to help us when we are beginning to address how we ought to be dressing modestly currently as a principle at the end of it all.
2: My thoughts to your question is that by dressing came when, after, just after sin happened. That's when they, they discovered that, okay, we are actually naked. Then they looked for the leaves, they clothed themselves. So I feel like maybe dressing came as a way to try and cover a bit of the sinfulness that entered.
0: Okay, all right, interesting thoughts. Uh, Doc, your, your,
1: your, your take on that. Well, we do not really know what... Uh they were like before the entrance of sin, uh-huh. um, but uh, I do remember reading from uh, I think it's from patrickson and Prophets uh-huh. where Ellen White says talks about a circle of light uh-huh. that encircled them okay. yes, okay. Uh, but that robe uh-huh. was taken away from them out of the fall
3: uh-huh.
1: so w- exactly how it was like uh-huh. <laughs> we. I'm not sure. Wow. So I, I really want us to establish that point. And so, so the, uh-huh. the nakedness uh-huh. that the Bible talks about is yes. um, it's, di- it's different from what they were before the fall. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much because once, once we then establish that point that when we are speaking about the nakedness as it is written of in the Bible, it's not as we think it to be. Because the, the bigger argument now from many young people would then emanate from the fact that Adam and Eve, when they were created, they used to walk around naked. So maybe let me just, can, I, can you allow me to just read from Christ's Object Lessons, uh, page 311, um, what the, uh, um, um, Dr. Sosi was speaking about. Um, it says here, um, um, Adam and Eve in their pre-seen state were clothed with a garment of soft white light this robe of light was a symbol of their spiritual garments of heavenly innocence. Had they remained true to God, it would, have, it would ever have continued to enshroud them. But when sin entered, mark that, but when sin entered, they severed their connection with God and the light that had unsettled them departed. Naked and shame, and ashamed, they tried to supply the place Of the heavenly garments by sewing together fig leaves for a covering. So it is clear, in actual fact, when we say they were naked, it's not in the literal sense, because that circle or ray of light clothed them, that their nakedness was not um, um, something they could see or they were ashamed of. And then sin came, and we found ourselves dressing the way we do now. Let's begin to talk about that. Prof, there was a question from nanis with regards to, maybe if you can take the question again.
2: Um, the question is with regards to shoulders. You had spoken about being modest earlier when you introduced the topic. So my question is, is showing your shoulders, even, I'm not saying not at church, but even during the week as well, is it? A way of the chain that chain person.
1: What I would like to do is to give principles. Okay. Yes, because um, if we deal with application, then we are going to go into all kinds of detail. Which, uh, but if we deal with principles, then you are able to apply, and you are able to make uh, uh, conclusions and judgments by okay. yourself. So we are saying that. Uh, The Biblical principle that we get Uh is that of modesty. And we get that uh, as we read the scriptures. Let me just share this. uh, uh, Please go ahead. uh, ahead. First Timothy, Uh chapter two, verse Uh nine. And it says, in like manner also, that the women adorn themselves in modest apparel. Uh You see? That's the principle. The, the Bible gives us principles mm-hmm. to go by. Mm-hmm. And then each culture needs to be able to apply mm-hmm. that biblical principle. Mm-hmm. So the principle is that of modesty. And let me just expand it a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you talk of modesty, mm-hmm. uh, in dressing, we, uh, dressing should cover the parts of the body which would normally uh, should not be exposed uh, for everyone to, to see and everyone knows what needs to be covered, what areas of the body needs to be covered.
0: Okay. All right. So maybe I would also want to hear the understanding of modesty from Dr. Zivai and also Naniso to say as young people, what is our understanding of modesty?
3: Okay, um, allow me to maybe read uh, okay. what the dictionary says. Just a secular dictionary say is the definition of um, modesty. Um, the the dictionary I'm using is, what well, it says, the quality of having a limited and not overly high opinion of oneself or moderate behavior, um, not bragging or boasting about oneself or one's achievements. So, um, I think we can say that modesty, as they say in Shona, maybe kusavaira right? It means that there's something good, but you aren't showing off. So maybe, let's say, if, you have, if you're, you have a lot of money, you do not show off or show that you have a lot of money, though you have something good. So that's modesty, right? So God made, everything God made was good on men and on women. But then there are some things that the Bible is saying that though you have them, you shouldn't show them. That's modesty. And also, um, I, I just wanted to comment also, like, um, though we, like, we, and to support your point about um, the circle of light, the Bible says that when man was made perfect, man was made in the image and likeness of, of God, which means, and the Bible says men and women, men and women made them, in the image of God that's true and so so and god is described as a he so it doesn't mean that um women can women can't be in the image of god women can be in the image of god but it means that maybe when a dog was looking at a woman or a man they'd be like that person is like god do you get it and have you ever read in the bible of god being naked no so they were dressed but when the bible speaks of nakedness it's speaking about something in a certain context that we we may not understand today. And then the principle of modesty is covering certain essential items. The Bible says that we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And when you look at the temple and how it was made, it had fabric, correct? It had fabric, the holy place, the most holy place, right? And that's how we should be also as human beings. That's what the Bible is saying, that we should have certain things that are only acceptable accessible by one person and that was the priest. Correct? And the cloth around the temple was not so short that someone who was passing by would be like, oh, there's the ark of the covenant. Oh, there's the table of the shoe bread. There's the shoe bread itself. You get the point? Okay. And also it wasn't so tight on the on the ark of the covenant that oh there that's the sheriff. Those are the two sheriffim that they speak of. That is the table and everything else. So in the context of modesty, we also learn that from the other aspects because you know, the Bible is holistic. So there may be other explanations of things elsewhere. So um, that's my take.
0: Okay, all right, thank you so much. Interesting insights there. Nani so if you could come in with your thoughts and after that, I think we'll then give a bit of time to um, the doc to give us some of the principles that we have, which we need to follow as young people when it comes to dressing. Naniso? All
2: right. My version of modesty is very simple. Uh-huh. Just cover up. Okay. That's it. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Carve,
0: car- cover up. Yes. Just uh, a bit defensive. Uh, prof, <laughs> if you could maybe take us through um, some of the principles that you have for us as young people.
1: Okay. I think uh, when we, uh, talk, we talk of uh, modesty as uh-huh. in, and we are thinking of uh, covering the parts of the body which uh-huh. uh, should not be exposed, uh-huh. that is those parts of the body which when exposed will cause uh, sexual stimulation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's the reason uh, for covering. We don't normally cover our faces. We don't cover our heads uh, mm-hmm. because uh, those parts do not normally uh, stimulate, give sexual stimulation. Mm-hmm. So everyone would know. But I have also said that uh, the principle of modesty cuts across, it's it's universal. That's a universal principle. Mm-hmm. It cuts across all... Uh, but the application of that principle Mm -hmm. depends on each culture. In other words, each culture Mm -hmm. defines for you what is modesty. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So maybe let me just hit it right there. Each culture defines for you what is modesty. Can we, well, I don't know if I'm making it a bit difficult for my panelists, but let's, let's come to our context in our context as Zimbabweans, um, a culture that we are familiar with, all of us, whether it's the or what, but I mean, the culture, we are both familiar with these. What could we, well, if I say ascribe, maybe, but, but can we just give a bit of examples to young people to say, you know, when we're speaking of this and this, I'm not saying, let's, let's, let's be... Um, 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 detective in what they should wear and what they should not wear, but, but, but as we look at our culture with the modesty principle that we are putting up, what is it that we could give in as advice? You know, we can clearly tell someone, no, 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 smoking is not good for you because of A, B, C, and D. So I, I think I would want us to look into that as panelists. Dr. Zewai.
3: Um, okay. Um, I'll give an example. A, 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 you said Zimbabwe. Even, um, for example, like, so even people who are not Adventist, but um, from what I've seen, this is me, but the people somehow find exceptions. But, for example, when girls want to go meet their mother-in-law, there's a certain way they've dressed. And those ones who've been, who've experimented and gone dressed immodestly, their mother-in-laws have had a problem with their child, their son marrying that woman. So that's, I think that's one thing. That, um, that is an example, that regardless. Also, the other important thing, um, Ephesians 4, verse 17 says, um, it, it speaks about how we should walk in a certain way because we now know God. And Romans 12, verse 2 says that, you know, our minds should be transformed because we now know God. I'll, I'll just read uh, Ephesians four seventeen. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should not, no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to to walk, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned in Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So when we now are Christians, when we now have been saved by God, there's now a new way of thinking that we have. That is what is regarded as the light. You get my point? So, and you know, uh, as people we generally tend to be skeptical about people repenting. But I'll give an example about um, a girl I learned with. You know, um, she used to wear short shorts, tight clothes, and so on, and drink and party. Then Randy Skeet came in 2012, and she got baptized. And people generally tend to be skeptical about the Adventist message, but a lot of her colleagues who I ended up learning with always used to say, I don't know what was said at that church, but that girl with the way she used to dress just came wearing different clothes you get my point so even our understanding you know one my one elder pardon get what he was trying to say he he was our youth leader and he used to he once said that you know there are certain things you're going to stop asking because when the bible says when you've been baptized and the holy spirit comes upon you you know there's a certain way of thinking People say the things I used to do, I no longer do anymore. So one thing we really need to pray for also, in terms of modest, you're speaking of modesty and it's cutting across the culture. But I learned with my colleagues from another country, further down in, uh, in Africa, and they actually have a festival where women are naked. And like I remember arguing with her, and she's like, no, there's nothing wrong with that, that's a Western thing. So your mind can also believe that not being covered, your top part not being covered as a woman is okay. And there are several cultures. But we as Christians need God to renew our mind for us to have a standard way of asking certain things. Do you get my point? There are people who genuinely, the Bible says their mind is darkened. And it does not necessarily mean, the Bible says times of ignorance God overlooks. But as Christians, if we truly have Christ, the Bible says Christ is teaching us. We have the same teacher. We have the same syllabus. So our minds also need to be renewed because when we are now Christians, we dresses as Christians. Okay?
0: All right, uh, Nani, so I see you, Benny.
2: All right, just to answer your question right. with regards to our culture in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So what I've noticed for the past couple of years that I've been in Zim is that um, ladies in Zim Tend to wear more dresses and skirts as compared to the other countries that I've lived in. I'm not saying that they don't wear pants here. Yes, ladies do wear pants and the ladies in, in the other countries do wear dresses and skirts but in Zim it's just it's more of a daily thing than just a once a week mm-hmm. kind of um, thing that it is.
1: Okay, alright. Uh, prof- <coughs> I just want to comment on uh-huh. uh, what you said. Uh-huh. Um, referring to Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Uh And I want to say that uh, when you read about the fruit of the Spirit, Uh uh, the Apostle Paul lists a number of items long-suffering, kindness, Uh goodness, Uh faithfulness, as a result of the abiding presence of the Spirit. But I want to say that this list Uh is not exhaustive. Mm -hmm. We can add modesty. So that as a result of the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. the result is going to be modesty as taking the example that he gave to us Mm. of the young lady Mm -hmm. who as a result of accepting the Lord Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. there's a transformation that takes place even outwardly. So uh, modesty comes to us. We begin to be very conscious of that modesty Mm -hmm. as the Holy Spirit abides uh, within us. Uh, But I also want to uh, talk about, uh, uh, contribute something on what she said, Uh about other cultures uh, Uh wearing pants. It's possible to be very modest Uh when you are wearing Uh pants. But sometimes, you know, we can, rule it out completely, that mm-hmm. the ladies must never wear pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are times, there are situations, there are settings mm-hmm. where it's more modesty. To actually put on a pant? Yes, to wear mm-hmm. the pant mm-hmm. than to be wearing a skirt. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Wow. Th- 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 thank you so much. I, 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 so f- from what we are discussing here, to any young person who is listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but here are a few um, conclusions I'm drawing out of this: that whenever one is dressing, um, maybe three things to consider. Number one, uh, modesty. Um, number two, simplicity. And number three, the appropriateness of the dress mm-hmm. at at the particular at the particular time. Okay, I I see ahead. I wanted to. Can I just read these two quotations that buttress what? has just been discussed. Um, um, Mind, character, and personality. I repeat, mind, character, and personality um, 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 says, this is page 289. Dress is an index of the mind and heart. Mm. That which is hung upon the outside is the sign of what is within. Deep stuff there. Um, The last quote is from... Um, evangelism, page 272. He mm. says, when the heart is converted, mm. everything that is out of harmony with the word of God will drop off. Mm. So I, I think it just goes hand in hand with what the prophet said to say, we may not be there to come and tell you to say, no, 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 the length of your skirt should be uh, 0.5 inches to what, no. But in principle, The idea of modesty we are bringing about in this podcast is to say we need to be able to know that our dress is an index of the mind and the the heart. Mm. Which so, so as young people, we need to be able to put a correlation between these two things. I know mostly we always say, uh, has nothing to do with who I am, has nothing to do with who I am. I've just dressed for the sake of of dressing, anyway. Nani, so.
2: okay, I want to read um, Deuteronomy 22, verse 5. Uh-huh. Okay, it's saying that where that which pertaineth unto a man, and neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. Mm. But then, okay, earlier we had spoken about but it's possible to be modest even when you're wearing pants, but then now how can we then differentiate? Well, okay. Yes.
1: All right. Uh-huh. Um, when, the, the, when this passage was written, it was in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and they had only one type of a garment. It was just that flowing robe. They didn't have pants. Mm-hmm. But the distinction between the pants that the ladies wore and what men wore is that uh, the ladies wore pants that went down to, you know, to their knees, but uh, I mean uh, to their, to their angles. But uh, <clears throat> the men, because of the uh, various activities that they were involved in, mm. um, they normally wore shorter, uh, shorter skirt. And so here was a, a distinction. Uh-huh. There is a, a distinction between what the man wore and what the lady wore. So the Bible was making that distinction because for a man, it's, if I wear something that is very short, it's not something that is sexually, you know, stimulating. Uh-huh. But for the lady, there had to be that cover. Okay. All right, um, Doctor Zoe?
3: Uh, he, sorry, uh, he took the words right out of my mouth. But, um, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's just very right. Um, I'll give you an example. In um, around 2017, you know, for example, they were, I went to Abu Dhabi, and there was an international day at church. And in terms of principle, in regard to your, uh, you speaking in terms of principle, there was, so there was an order there from um, India. And then he was wearing the traditional Indian attire, which is like a sari, like but then it has pants. It was white. Do you know he did not look any less holy because he was wearing a dress? Mm. You get my point? If Moses was to be translated now, and the, all the Israelites, Mo, Moses Moses, who's in heaven now, what was he wearing? We could, we, we could say it's a, it's a dress. One way of saying it is it's a robe. Of course, there are things that we need to consider that have to do with exposure. Yes. If you've never seen that, that really opened my mind. You also spoke about it in regard to the quotation that like, your truth, you get my point. Even when Ted Wilson went to Nigeria, he wore their uh, Nigerian attire. But that's a dress, you get my point. But we can't say Ted Wilson is a dress. We, we, we can't even question his sexual orientation because he wore that, you get my point. It's, it's, it's clear as day. So, yeah, that's the principle. It's just that now, maybe because of they meant well, growing up. Ah, you know, women were like, ah, but, you know, our pants are different to your pants. And they were saying it. And then we started seeing Mrs. Wilson, Mrs. Ted Wilson wearing pants. A health and wellness had a woman wearing pants. But that woman on the cover of health and wellness does not look less holy there's a, as he said, there's an appropriate time if you're going for a nature walk or, or something where women's dresses can get, exactly, can get caught up. So grasp things in terms of principle, lest you become like the Pharisees also. Grasp things, could you, what was God saying here when you are saying, you know, my, my, when, I, when I got that explanation, my elder was saying, could you, he said, could you, when, when Moses wrote this, Moses was saying, I'm wearing this robe. But Miriam, don't wear my robe. I should not wear your robe. That is an abomination to God. There are certain pants like skinny jeans. I won't, I won't even say sorry. Yeah. I, you, when, and even the tightness of certain pants when women... It's, it's now could you, women are wearing pants. If you're, if you're wearing pants, wear pants in a modest way. Yeah. Apply all the principles. Everything, dressing is meant to be for beauty and for the glory of God the glory of God doesn't mean you go and kill people or you go and steal and then you say ah God I've done this no the glory of God means you've done something that when people see including the enemies of God they'll attribute that to God so if they see you dressing sister so they are meant to even someone who doesn't like God they are meant to mock you saying sister holy you get my point or sister of HH that's something that gives glory to God so let's wear our pants but wear our pants
1: in principle Yes. By the way, that principle of modesty also applies to men Mm -hmm. because uh, men can also dress in a way that is not uh, decent, that is also immodest. So Mm. uh, as we dress, we do not need to wear what is so tight that it exposes, Mm. you know, the, the, the whole shape. Mm. Of, mm. Uh, oh yeah of, <laughs> Yes, yes, thank you. All
0: right, th- th- thank you so much uh, um, uh, Prof for, for highlighting that because at the end of the day I was going to come in and say it, 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 it was this solely um, um, inclined towards women, but thank you for that clarity because the issue of modesty also gravely applies to men and especially nowadays it gravely applies to men. I have a few things to, to say here as we as we conclude or wrap up this discussion, but um, 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 that modesty in dress is a reflection of the modesty in the heart. That it is very unfortunate that our young men and women these days, as they are trying to gain a man or a woman's attention, they will flaunt their sexuality by the way of clothing or lack of the clothing in actual fact. But a virtuous woman or a virtuous man, this is to the young people out there, will expose, however, will only expose his or her body to only one man, the one God leads her to marry. Purity in her heart or purity in his heart will be seen in purity in her dress or in his dress and actions. It is very unfortunate that the uh, people who are in the clothing industry currently are following a number of principles in order for them to gain the sales that they desire and gain, I mean, the mileage that they so want on their side. I'll recommend a book called um, The The Fashion and Unconsciousness. Um, just, Just try and look for it on the internet. And go and read that book. It will give you about four principles that are used by designers currently as they are making clothing. But we are coming in with the fifth principle for every God-fearing child. And we are saying as you buy your clothing, as you dress in the morning or whatever time, is it modest? Is it simple? And is it the right dress or appropriate dress for the particular occasion? Your closing remarks I'll start with Naniso, Dr. Zivai and conclude with uh, Dr. Amsosui.
2: No, my take-home points are just as you mentioned, that when you're getting dressed, you have, to, um, you have to see if it's modest. And also, another thing to consider, I guess, for females is that to ensure that you're not attracting unnecessary attention from the opposite sex.
3: Well,
0: thank you. Um, Dr. Zivai and then... Okay,
3: um... I just wanted to say that the Bible says whatever we do, whether we eat or drink or anything that we do, it should be to the glory of God. And I just wanted to read one more, just two verses in closing. But let it, um, or oh, First Peter 3, verse 3 to 5, forgive me. Uh, Who's adorning, let it not be of the outward adorning of the plating of hair or wearing of gold or of putting of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart as you are speaking. The inner man must be changed, both in men. And in women. And thank you, Pastor, also for saying that that even men can dress immodestly. In that which is not corruptible, even in the ornament of a meek, which is modesty, and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. The Bible says that this is very valuable to God. And even if you remember in Proverbs 31, the Bible says, Who can find a vi- one verse 10, who can find a virtuous woman for prices far above rubies? And I believe this is the answer to the question that there's a certain type of person whose character is of great praise to God. But verse five, for after this manner, in holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves. I like the, the, that part that says, um, in the old time, holy women also. You know, I, I think of my grandmother. There's a generation that there was no question about the appropriateness of their dress. Though once upon a time, women used to dress well, And they even used to get married. You spoke about people, maybe women may wear things to attract men, but as you correctly said, that when I'm dressing like someone who doesn't fear God, what kind of man am I going to attract? So whether you're a man or a woman, dress in a way that gives glory to God and dress in a way that has consequences God desires and you desire. All right, thank you so much.
0: Prof, your closing remarks. Well, I'm going
1: to close with uh, the experience of Ellen G. White after her conversion experience. She says in the book, uh, Life Sketches of Ellen G. White, pages, uh, page 47, She says, I had no temptation to spend my earnings for my own personal gratification. My dress was plain, nothing was spent for, needless uh, ornaments for vain display appeared sinful in my eyes. I think the key words to watch there, vain display, so that uh, when we uh, have the abiding presence of Christ, we do not have that longing, that desire for vain display.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I hope that each and every person who has been listening, you have managed to at least um, glean some principles when it comes to the issue of dressing or the issue of um, um, clothing ourselves. God requires that we be modest, we be simple and be appropriate in whatsoever dressing that we decide to wear. God bless you. And thank you so much. Let's meet again in our next podcast.